What was that? Hey, everybody, and welcome to Free For All, your source for all things geek. I am your host, Trey Elliott. Joining me, as always, the one and literally only Josh Barnett. Two for all. Yeah. Deuces. It's getting real bleak in here. Deuces and shit. The Birdman, Trey Elliott. I don't like it. How'd you do it? Can you not do that? Okay, yeah, you got it. Yeah. Whoa. That went very Spanish very quickly. <laughs> um, More Mexican than Spanish, but sure. Sure. I don't think Spain um, really rocks that out. Um, admittedly as, not. As we know, you and accents and yeah. things of the Particularly Hispanic speaking nature. Spanish is not my strong suit. Uh, we've killed off two of our compatriots. <laughs> we have. That's um, uh, admitted to murder on a, the air. Is this the first in, in the history of the podcast? Uh, the deuces? Yeah. Possibly? I mean, like, for maybe, like, five minutes while someone took a shit, but, like, I don't think... I know for about 25 minutes the other day, I was the only person here, <laughs> and everybody was so happy about it. Yeah, I mean, that happens occasionally, but we weren't recording the actual podcast during that. No, we were. Oh, no, the podcast, no. Yeah. But the, the, I, we, were, I get... we were broadcasting that gem live, though. Facebook gets to see all kinds of weird shit that the podcast listeners don't get to hear, that, but... That is true. Um, Yeah, but no, this is, I think this is the first time we've... Intentionally had only two people. It might be, and for you, show. you Facebook you, viewers, we just really didn't feel like <clears throat> adjusting the camera. You can really only see two of us, but there's space for at least three. At least, possibly um, even a four. Occasionally four. But Evan's never coming back. No, we killed him. Well, Murder. That's, that's Spe- one thing. Speaking of which, <laughs> oh no, banter. Other than that, oh yeah, sorry. It's two two for alls throwing me off. <laughs> How was your week, Josh? It was really fucking good. Yeah? Yeah, I got a promotion. Oh, uh, yeah. Congrats. Finally, I'm officially Coach Josh. You're a big boy now. Yeah. Deuces. Too sweet. Woo! Yeah! I don't have a choice. There's no one else to do it with. <laughs> yeah! Um, uh, yeah, congrats, man. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, quite excited about it. You know what they say, though? Go just, on. Just a heads up. Um, mo money. Mo problems. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> I am terrified. As you should be. They gave me responsibility and a good amount more money for it. <laughs> Today was one of those days at my work where I thought, like... Maybe I don't need this job. More more so, a little bit, but <laughs> more so just like, man, like, how inevitable is it that I eventually... There's no way I don't fuck this up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially in that particular type like, of job. You Like, the burnout is real, and the, like, frustration can be real, and whew. then, like, it can... It can yeah. Slide downhill real quick on you. I just have to... Speaking from experience. I have to push those fears down until I buy a house and <laughs> become financially and, and obligated be, be to keep this job. Financially dug in deep in yeah. the trenches. And then I, I just have to keep going. Uh, good news for this show. I was told at work today that I've got a radio voice, so I'm not going That's anywhere. That's, <laughs> you do, especially you turn it on when you host. This is apparently how I talk at work as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, Brittany, thank you so much for calling Brittany, G-Mobile. as soon as she... <laughs> as soon as... Brittany picks up the phone, even if it's any, if it's anybody but like close family. Yeah, her voice. It's like immediate instant call change. Voice, yeah, like, hello, thank you so much for calling, Brittany. Yeah. <laughs> and it's real weird. Like if she has to call for like to make reservations somewhere or something, mm-hmm. it's it's like a whole different person. I don't like it. Um, but that's okay. That's why I usually do most of the calling around the house. Oh, <laughs> the call master. Yeah, you know. Um. Man, man's we're, work. We're trying to reconnect over here, but Chuck's oh, no. sucks. It does. And he's done a lot to make it better, and it still sucks. Take that, Chuck. Um, earlier when we were talking about murdering. 
Yeah. Speaking of that. Oh, there it is, uh, a segue. <laughs> uh, hey, who died? Who did die, Trey? Christoph St. John. Oh, Christoph St. John. favorite uh, dreamy soap opera star. From? The Young and the Restless. Oh, you remembered. Man. Yeah. I almost said Days of Our Lives. Woo. <laughs> Oh, deuces is the way we should do this show. It was really close. Yeah, it's improving my memory momentarily. <laughs> Which is impossible. That's correct. Um, I don't know where I am. Anyway, um, yeah, so he was on The Young and the Restless. He uh, has apparently been on there for a good while because there are some uh, pictures of him looking all sexy and mustachioed from the, on the internet. From, the young and, from when he was the, the young, young of now. The Young and the Restless. Now he is the young and the ever-restful. <laughs> Wow, that was a horrible joke. We appreciate um, the dead. <laughs> we do. Um, man, 53, though, that's early. That's only 20 years from now for me. Um, as of yesterday, it is less than that for me. Oh, 19 well, years, yeah. technically, for me. But either way, um, fuck that shit. Yeah, it was my birthday Science yesterday. Science needs to hurry the fuck up and make us live forever. Um, I don't think I want that, though. Do no, you see? I do. There's so much stuff to watch and read. But do you ever see, like, Death Becomes Her? They they hate each other, and, like, they're there forever. We're going to talk about a trailer here in a minute where uh, the immortal look like they're having a lot of fun. And by in a minute, I mean right now because it's the first one on the list. Let's talk about some trailers, specifically what we do in the shadows, the TV series. What would you think of this? Um, I thought it looked fucking hilarious. This is coming to FX. You never saw the show or the movie, right? I never did see the movie, um... It's uh, Tiki Waititi, right? As he did the the movie. Um, We've lost the video. That's no good. We're going to try again. Keep talking. Okay. Taika Waititi. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I saw the movie. I need to give it another shot. The trailer for the show looks I decently like funny. I did not like the movie is the thing. Man, it's like just really dumb humor. It's like clearly that type of uh, humor that's just really... Like stupid over the top. It's a uh, the show is about basically a, it's a mockumentary, uh, almost like The Office style uh, of sitcom, but basically um, following around a family uh, of vampires doing some weird goofy shit. Yeah, uh, which is pretty much what the first one is as well. Okay. Um, yeah, the film. Yeah, the, the the film. Yes, we're back on uh, Facebook Live. Hey, by Facebook. The way. After many failed attempts and lots of technology technological problems. Uh, back on Facebook, by the way. So, uh, yeah, in terms of like the movie itself, I just uh, it, it didn't click for me the way that I wanted it to. It was also before I saw Hunt for the Wilder People, before I saw uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, I, I like his style a lot. So, th- the show doesn't like, the trailer isn't unfunny, but it has the very same vibe of the movie, which is what worries me personally. The, uh, I found in his films, as we'll talk about here in a minute, the New Ze- uh, the New Zealand accent. Is right for comedy. Um, yeah, New Zealand uh, as an accent is very good for comedy. It's the best um, one would say. Reese Darby, who is in yeah. the movie, uh, he might even be in the show because he's one of the werewolves. Um, they're werewolves, not swearwolves, by the way. That's the one funny part, like to me, of the movie itself <laughs> is they are clean werewolves, and there's obviously a feud between the werewolves and the vampires. They hate each other, but the werewolves try and be like gentlemanly about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they clearly hate each other. Um, I don't know. It's a very weird concept for a movie or a show, but I mean, I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah, I'm curious to see potentially what it's all about. As I occasionally watch TV. Um, speaking of super interesting things, uh, the new show, The Boys, which I don't love the title of. It's weird. Um, it is almost like a. 
Mark Miller version of Watchmen, it looks like, in a weird way. Like, it's over-the-top, violent, seems to be kind of more adultish, but in an immature way, which is very Mark Millar, Miller, however you want to pronounce it, right. um, way of writing comic books, kick-ass, and um, what's the other? Yeah, it's uh, very uh, dark and gritty looking. Yeah, but like still has like a, that tinge of comedy. Yeah. Um, it's got Carl Urban, who I love, uh, way better than his brother Keith. And <laughs> fair enough. Like I just, I think it looks pretty cool. Looks pretty fun. Did you like watch the trailer? This is Amazon, by the way. Yeah. Um, did you watch the trailer that also had the like corporate overlord, like the commercial, basically for no. Vought or Vote, the company that I guess is essentially like corporate sponsorship of superheroes, or they're a superhero corporation. All right. Um, and she like it's like a corporate woman like sitting in a boardroom, and she talks about their history since they were formed in like 1943 or whatever, and run down their like list of heroes all the way to the seven, which are the the main characters of this show. Right. And they're like, we're here to protect you, blah blah blah. Just remember, wherever you go, the superheroes of vote are here. And then it cuts to the seven all sitting on a couch watching the commercial, and they all flip it off. Um, yeah, I missed all that. Very much a Mark Miller like style. I would be interested to see if this is based on anything. I didn't do the research. It's based on a comic book, um, but I don't think it's one by him. Um, I need to look it up. Um, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg have a hand in the shocker um, development of the show, though. Something graphic novel. Oh, this is um, sorry. This is Garth Ennis. This is a uh, preacher. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, also, shocker preacher. that Seth uh, Rogen and Evan Goldberg would be involved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, man, this trailer looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Again, I, other than if I like this show, I have to go around saying I love the boys. Um, other of than that, all, uh, all of the boys. Yeah. From episode one to episode seven, <laughs> all of the boys is my favorite. Correct. Uh, glad that's on the internet. Um, <laughs> next up, uh, the giant beast that is the global economy. Uh, really goes down smooth, that title. It really does. Um, I am one and a half feet in on this. Yeah, why is that? Like, so this is from Adam McKay, right? The the director of uh, such classics as his first movie. What was it called? The Big Short. His first movie. Well, I mean, you know what I mean. The like political since he's become political. Oh, I was like, no, Anchorman? I know he did like a million <laughs> other things, but no, uh, The Big Short and then Vice. But Vice soured me, man. I think we talked. Have we, have I need we talked to, about that yet? I can't. Yeah, remember. me and you and Evan talked about your your and his. But I mean, have we talked about the, it on the show. No, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. We may talk about it later, but um, it's, it's so like so pretentious and the like lack of historical accuracy in a, in a movie that like outright claims to be historically accurate bugs me. But I mean, I love Cal Penn. This is an eight part documentary series about basically how the world is going to come to an end if the dollar fails. Or global economy fails. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, I've lived, looks a little bleak. I've lived this particular documentary series when I was living in Cleveland, and the guy next to me was like the conspiracy theorist Republican <laughs> who was like, "We're all coming to an end. China's got the global banks taking over, and the dollar is being right. devalued." Um, little so, did you know, you live next door to Adam McKay. Yeah, but he said it was going to happen like five years ago, and I'm not waiting, not wanting it to happen, but. Fair enough. I just got a promotion. Um, it looks interesting. Pointless. It's a documentary series. So you I love know. Cal Penn, the dude who was in Harold and Kumar, who went to work for Obama. Uh, yeah. Did, was it you that pointed out? Somebody pointed out how ridiculous it is that like Cal Penn went to work for Obama, and like everybody was like, "That's awesome. That's kind of cool. Like, good for him for for getting that work." But if that happened today, 
and some celebrity had been named in like an important position in this current administration, yeah. people would be losing their shit. That's fair. It's a, it is as I am not a Trump supporter. I hate that man. Yeah, but it is completely well, different context. Hypocritical context makes a difference. I know, but like, um, it was he was that would have been one unexperienced person among oh, no, many yeah. experienced people. Um. Anyways, we won't get too far into politics. Yeah, sorry. Uh, that's another uh, Amazon original um, yeah, docu- documentary series, eight part uh, series, I think. Yeah, eight so. part series. Yeah, they're going th- doing good things with TV. Yeah, much like and Netflix movies. and stand up. Speaking of which, I'm just kidding. There isn't a segue there. Um, there's not. But Netflix is doing good things with stand up. At least that's what I hear. Uh, movies, uh, extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile to complete the trifecta of shittily named things. Yeah, man. Um, I'm not in. On I don't this. need to say all those fucking words. I'm not in on this movie. I mean, I think it looks really good. I don't. This like, is the Ted Bundy uh, biopic. Not the um, Ted Bundy uh, show on Netflix that's making people want to bang him. By the way, no, that's like a true crime docu. Yeah. That's a docu series. But like, this is an actual scripted. It's gonna be drama. the movie starring Zac Efron that's gonna make people want to bang. Uh, it is also coming to Netflix. They ended up buying it at Sundance this year. That's true. Um, the tone of this movie feels way off to me. It's interesting. Like, I, it's farcical. Celebrating in a way, him a little bit, but like, yeah, like, um, I just, yeah, I don't like the story of Ted Bundy. Like, it's he, he, it's no rapture story, but. Um, <laughs> You we know, know how you feel about those. He was kind of a fucking piece of shit who murdered, like, potentially upwards of 100 people. Uh, and this is, like, a comedic take on him being a public figure and duping the public, apparently, during those days into believing his innocence. And there's, like, a weird love story tied in. And the trailer only plays it serious for all of about two seconds at the very end when he says he didn't do it and then drags a body away in, like, a quick cutaway. Um, I, yeah. I, I very much fear that the, ta- the tone of this movie is going to be all over the place in a way that I don't like. Uh, I will absolutely give it a shot, especially being on Netflix. Um, I like Zac Efron, but he hasn't wowed me in this trailer yet. John Malkovich is the, is uh, the judge. Judge yeah. is not my favorite choice either. But and, and the prosecutor or defendant, I don't know which one, being um, Jim Parsons is interesting. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, I mean, he sneaks into some movies. Yeah. He was one of them hidden figures. Um. Oh, yeah, he was. He was the most hidden figure in a movie turns about three out. black women who were hidden from history. It turns out. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I get what you're saying. I just it didn't it hit didn't me enough. As... It didn't uh, yeah hit me enough to like make me like. I mean, if they play him as like a dopey character who is actually like a maniacal, like conniving, murderous bastard, maybe I just I worry that they commit too hard to the tone one way, and then we are yeah, stuck in a a mockumentary of sorts. Um, yeah, fair enough. Um, next movie up, The Breaker Uppers. Yeah. This is the Tiki Watiti joint, right? No. Is it not? I I don't think this is Taika Watiti. Oh, my bad. Um, I didn't know he had also directed this movie. It would make sense because it's, it's very much a, uh, New Zealand type show or New Zealand, um, production. I, I'll, I'll fact check myself. What, what did you think of the trailer? I, I hate to continue to be negative. Uh, the premise is cool. There's like some funny moments in it, but. There wasn't anything that like caught my attention, at least as of now. Oh no, this is somebody else. I don't know why I was thinking it was him. This is actually uh, two female directors. Yeah, uh, this is the I guess uh, some women of. who work for 
a company or have an independent company where they are basically hired to break up with people. Yeah. Uh, people who don't want to, you know, have that conversation on their own, uh, come up with unique and creative ways. It feels like a bit that could work as like an SNL sketch. Um, Man, I don't know how it carries it for an hour and a half long movie. I don't know. I thought the trailer was pretty fucking funny. Yeah. I mean, the sig- the, the like situations they come up with were funny. Uh, the gay marriage one where the guy was like, I didn't vote for it. I don't want gay marriage. <laughs> and so she like walks up pretending to be pregnant and says, you weren't gay eight months, <laughs> eight months ago. ago. Dude, I that mean, was pretty funny. The setups are funny. I just, again, yeah, I, I worry that there's not a whole hour and a half to two hour long movie hidden in there. Fair enough. Um, oh, man. I'm really excited about this next one. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Fast and Furious presents. I'm yeah. sorry. Fast Hobbs and Furious and Shaw. presents Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, the greatest movie trailer to have ever existed of all time. What the fuck, dude? Uh, Fast and Furious. So much is happening. Knows what the fuck is up. They know exactly what they are. They know what they want to be. There's a fucking supervillain in this one. Yeah, and a superhero called The Rock. Who is cool just jumping out of an 80-story building and hoping he lands on another human's body. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Jason Statham takes the elevator down. Yeah. The, the the so this movie is clearly the most far fetched of the fast movies, at least so far. Due to um, the fact that they gave uh, Idris Elba is yeah. actually a supervillain. Like literally, um, yeah. Was and like the cheesiest funny dialogue where they're like, "Who are you?" and he just looks at him and he's like, "Bad guy." <laughs> like they don't need better dialogue than that. He's just like, "I'm the bad yeah, guy." Here's I'm what here the fuck people. they say in that movie. Um, it's funny because there are like scenes of this that remind me of the transporter, which is never a good thing. Like the barrel roll with the, <laughs> very... um, like ATV that they that they're driving in or whatever. I'm like, mm, that worries me. But it fits in this universe. Like the transporter, the first one tried to play it like straight, and the second one got more and more ridiculous. But not in like the campy we believe in this kind of way that Fast and the Furious has. Right. More in just the like we want to look really fucking cool and we're not doing it well. Um, but this just looks over the top in the best possible way. I love the why can't we be friends, the like musical cue, the way that they cut the trailer together with the two of them arguing back and forth and the dynamic that has continued on from the last two uh, right. Fast and Furious movies. Um, and then, yeah, that end sequence where they, like the funny slow motion when he goes to grab the cable and jump out of there and Jason Statham's like, peace out, and he takes the elevator down. But he also does it in a badass way. Like He doesn't just hit the button. He like... Breaks the elevator and drops yeah, down with no brakes and Yeah, he's just free-falling, basically, which um, is not how physics works. No, I'm also still trying to figure out after the, like, 17 times I've watched this trailer how that end shot where the rock, like, rappel runs across the building when they're falling down and slams the dude's head into the elevator and says, fuck you, how they're all still going at the same exact speed at that time. Also, if it's going to be like the runway... In yeah. Fast Five. Oh, like, no, that scene's going to be 13 minutes long. Yeah. He's, they're going to fall no less than, like, 27 miles. The thing that half the people aren't talking about is Idris Elba's out front there, literally with no rope or anything, just running down the side of a building with a woman on his shoulders. Yeah. God, it's great. As I you can't do. wait. Um, yeah, I'm real excited about that. Um, next up, The Beach Bum. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, so this is from the guy who did Spring Breakers. Right. Um, Harmony... 
uh, I can't remember his name anymore. I think it's him. Maybe it's a, yeah. No, it is. You're right about that. I can't remember his name either. I'm trying to remember. I just can't remember if it's a woman or not. I did not see a- Spring Breakers. That was like early in the A24 days where they weren't quite the prestige in my right. eyes. Um, I heard Franco was actually really good, but I heard that movie was a straight up mess. The first trailer of this, I hated. This trailer, not as much. I actually think that it has a decent enough chance at being like good. Uh, yeah, no, it's it looks like. Weird in a way that could go. Well, it's going to go hard one way or the other. That is a hundred. It's either going to be genius or a real bad time. I think actually a lot of it depends on Efron and McConaughey's chemistry together. Yeah, but that's a hell of a pairing. It is. Um, like Efron moving up in the world. Yeah, they also got a significantly better overall cast in this movie than they did in Spring Breakers. Um, I love James Franco, but also yeah, they got the best Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg is, is in this like movie. fucking second build in this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I guess, so he's like some sort of great American novelist, I think. Snoop Dogg is? No. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. You're the goddamn right. Um, yeah, yeah, he's writing stuff. And he just I don't gets know. high as shit and, and writes. Martin Lawrence is in this. Jonah Hill is in this. Jonah, skinny, weird Jonah Hill that people still don't like. Yeah, because it's weird. Keep trying, but, you know, good for you for your health at least. Yeah, congrats on being healthy, but sorry, you look weird. Um, that's pretty much all the like big names, but that's a hell of a cast. Yeah, I have no idea what this movie's about. Um, but I'm gonna give it a shot at least. I like A twenty four a lot. Yeah. One of these days I'm gonna get back into the group of watching movies and this time I'm gonna have to start my list all over again with twenty nineteen and it depresses me. Um, yeah, I did bad this year. Uh, I did real bad. I mean I did all right. I it, it fell apart at the end of the year for me. I still can I like there's about ten of them I need to catch up on. If I do that I'll be over eighty for the year. I feel like that's okay. Um, I think last but not least, uh, High Life. I thought there was one more after this. Uh, um, I'll check. Oh, yeah, anyway. Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Duh. High Life. Uh, I think I love this trailer, but I don't remember what it is. Um, it's like a sexy space oh. opera thing. Stars one Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Um. And a bunch of other people. It intrigues me. It's artsy, and I think it's French. Um, it is. It is quite French. Like, I don't know. It reminds me of, like, a moon with a bigger cast. Yeah, this lady is in almost all f- that's directing it. Uh, Claire Dennis. I'm probably saying that wrong. Probably Denis. Denis, yeah. Uh, anyway, a uh, whole lot of French shit. Yeah, and Julia Binoche is in this. And, um, I mean, I don't know. It looks interesting. It looks creepy and weird in, like, a Kubrickian type of way almost. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm willing to give... Uh, Robert Pattinson, a shot. I never saw his movie from last year. Um, um, that people were like, it was real with. good, and now I can't remember the fucking name of it. Um, um, I'll look it up. But anyway, um, yeah, no, he was good in that, um, and I'm willing to forgive Twilight. It's whatever. You got to make a buck. Yeah, I mean, he was Cedric Diggory first, anyway, so it doesn't matter. It's fair. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. This movie also looked like it could go real hard one way or the other. Yeah, I mean, I could think this is completely brilliant and want to watch it a hundred thousand times, or I could be like, that was the most boring awful piece of shit and i hate you evan for making me watch it yeah that last part checks out <laughs> um uh and then yeah last but uh certainly not least i apologize for forgetting peter speederman indeed the one and only uh he is far from home as it turns out yeah, in uh, see, the old uk did you see both versions of this trailer uh no i don't think i did so there's i know there was a second one the international trailer uh, okay the, one of them opens up with him at customs basically Right. Um, trying to like 
he forgot his passport or something like that, or they open up his bag and the Spider-Man suit's right in there, and like there's a like letter from Aunt May on it or whatever, and like it, it was all right. The one for the U.S. I thought was a little better. Um, this trailer is really good. I like the idea of Aunt May being all in on the idea of him being Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, don't forget your suit, blah, blah, blah. She's, like, introducing him at some sort of gala or whatever. Especially after he's presumably come back from yeah. the Soul Gym. Because they did confirm um, that this is after the events. Right. Um, of People at of my job Endgame. are weirdly upset about it. Why? Like I don't know. Like, they think they got the movie spoiled for them or something. Um, <laughs> the fact that Spider-Man's still a thing? Yeah. Turns out. Um, superheroes don't die. Spoilers, For man. long, anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. This, uh, man, Mysterio's in a fucking Spider-Man movie, yo. That's fucking crazy. It's interesting. Um. He, they gave him the fishbowl head and everything. They did. I, I like it. It's gotta be, it has to be his special effects, right? Like, You're talking there's about no the, chance they're fighting the so elementals that the he's elementals, Hydro Man, Sandman, and, um, what's the last one? Dude. Really? Yeah, I don't know. It's not he's not as big fire dude. Dude. I don't know. Anyway. You're the Spider Man guy. Yeah, I mean Hydro Man's not even a I know. Sandman is a Spider Man villain. Hydro Man is just a villain who jumps around because he sucks. Um, for the most part. Take that, Hydro Man. Yeah, you know. Um, there's a reason he's not household name. But, I think I think they were smart to just barely show the fishbowl, like not focus yeah. on it oh, heavily. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's going to be used a whole lot. I think they're going to want to sure like work just with the enough fact to... that he is Jake Gyllenhaal and they want to show his face. And that's why obviously the trailer opens up with him not having it on. Yeah, that makes sense. But excuse me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can also see them. It'll be kind of a letdown if there's not. Any other, I like the idea of like a smaller secondary villain, like Shocker was in uh, Homecoming or the Tinkerer. Like they had some smaller cameos. Yeah, I mean, I think. But, you know. I mean, I think at this point it's almost tropey to do that as well. Like, I mean, doesn't every single comic book movie do that in some fashion? Like Some do. Aquaman did. Wonder Aquaman Woman did. did. Black Panther did. Infinity War did. Deadpool kind of did Deadpool too. Like I mean, almost every comic movie now has some sort of variation of a guy who's yeah. like still a problem to handle. Like it was Claw and Black Panther, and then obviously it turned out to be Killmonger. And like I mean, I get that, and it's fine if they continue to do it because it's always like effective. I think it's a good um, way to yeah to get in some of these smaller characters. For me, it would be better if they, don't they started do it, like, like I mean, the using some of that in like the opening sequence, maybe. Would be a little bit better, like, like they did to with the uh, Winter Soldier, the Leaper. Yeah, the the Leaper, or I mean, the Leaper. Excuse me. Yeah, even at the beginning of um, Civil War, with going after what's his name, uh, Crossbones. Yeah, Crossbones. Like yeah, something like that that establishes an action sequence, gets you back into the fact, like the the flow of the comic book movie that you're about to watch, and then instead transitions into the main villain and like just sticks with that because like the Dark Knight. You didn't need all these extra villains. You had the Joker, and like, yeah, the Fal- like Carmine Falcone was in there, but he wasn't exactly a villain. He was a- essentially another henchman of the Joker. Um, really, the Joker was the only aspect yeah. of that movie. Uh, Man of Steel, it was really only Zod, and Avengers. The first Avengers was only Loki. Iron Man's done mostly solos. Yeah, Whiplash was for sure, right? Uh, well, Justin Hammer. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess. God 
Iron Man two sucked. Um, it was Iron, all right. Iron Man three was, yeah, no, well, because they had the whole fake out the Mandarin. Yeah, that's not their best moment. Incredible Hulk like had Thunderbolt mm. Ross kind of, but he wasn't. Really, yeah, he I was feel a like foil that's, less than a villain. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty solidly abomination. Guardians two actually. Well, no, where the Ravagers. See, yeah, I mean, it's just always a thing. There'll be something, even if it's. Well, just, I mean, you know. Some complexity in like who's yeah. who's a exact here and who's a villain. I feel like there's mostly just one, you know, main. Do- I don't know. To me, like Claw is different than the Reavers and Guardians. I can see that. Those are serving two very different purposes as uh, plot devices. But- I can see that, but yeah, I mean, I think Mysterio will be the only villain in this, um, at least to the extent of like. Maybe there's somebody else as a henchman of some sort, but I mean, also maybe they like throw in a Sinister Six style tease. They've got they they teased. Uh, obviously, you've already got Vulture. They teased um, Scorpion. Scorpion, um, and Paul Giamatti's still out there, ready to be to be the Rhino oh, God. again. Um, no, is Tom Hardy's Venom? Who Let's sees? <laughs> I'd be okay with that part to some extent, to a very minor extent. Um, no, but who sees uh, Scorpion in jail? At the end, is that Shocker? And um, the Stinger? I forget now. It's I mean, I thought it bit. was just, it was Vulture. He walks up to Vulture. Oh, it, it was Vulture. Yeah, because he's like, I hear you know he is, who he is, or something like that. And Vulture seems to be, for the most part, protecting him. Yeah, um, so that's, um, with Mysterio now, that makes, we're halfway there. Yeah, I mean, they just need Doc Ock. And they, I think they introduce a smaller, like, whether it's a Rhino or something, a, a Scorpion level bad guy so and then in the last it, movie you've got doc ock and electro maybe is electro always hobgoblin a oh, yeah no, i mean like, it's it's there's been six I mean, or seven to of be them fair, now. for the for the movie that all they really need to do is just pick any six yeah villains, it, right? yeah it doesn't really matter at least as long as like ock is there uh, ock seems to me to be the one you can't replace yeah um i would like to see another doc ock he was the only good part of spider-man 2 for me um, and I think that he's a super cool design that can work really well. Yeah, man. They do it the way they did with uh, the Spider-Man he's game. Like so awesome in the game. That was loud. I had muted that. Um, then you had not. And then I had unmuted it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. I, don't, yeah, I mean, I'm super excited for that movie. I can't fucking Man, wait. yeah, you and me both. Um, it's a real good year for Marvel comic book movies. And just comic book movies in general. Yeah, man, like, I'm really excited for Shazam. As you should be. Um, hopefully Shazam has um, a, a tease for Black Adam at the end. Yeah, we'll see. I'm uh, I'm still... DC hasn't sold me overall yet, but... We'll um, talk about that in a bit. Shazam, for sure, I'm excited for. Yeah, um, let's wrap it up there. Um, stay tuned as we talk some news and, uh, and comic booky stuff in the next episode. We'll see you then. Deuces! Thank you for listening to Free For All, your source for all things geek. We just wrapped up another episode, but we're not done. Stay tuned for parts two and three. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and rate and review us too. That's the best way for new folks to find our show. You can also find us on the Google Play Store, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't forget that you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show as we record, and you can catch our live streams on the Free For All Facebook page. Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time.